0: This is a Doc Talk podcast short with Dr. Jenna Burton and me, James Pikeway.
1: We did have a nice long break from coughs, colds, whatever during COVID, and now it's time for us to share, share the love again. <laughs> and so people have got properly sick. Also, it depends each year on what our lovely friend the flu is doing. And what we found this year is there is a lot of people that have been vaccinated for the flu jab, which I still would always advise because mm. it will cover you for a number of strains of the flu. But there is a particular strain of influenza A that seems to just be unvaccinatable and people are still catching it despite being vaccinated. If you have been vaccinated, it would appear as if the symptoms are a little bit less. But the amount of prescriptions that I'm making for Tamiflu, which shortens and reduces the severity of the illness is is remarkable in fact james if i was to lean into my bag now where i can't access it i'm also taking tamiflu because i felt like i was starting with symptoms and my office has been so full of flu and i get really impatient when people say oh doctor i've got the flu and i think you've got a heavy cold
0: (laughs) i've got flu Uh, okay let's 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 put on pause and let's back up Cold versus flu. What are the different symptoms? How can we, you know, just get it sorted in our minds that, yeah, I just have a cold? Because as soon as people start coughing and and, anecdotally, and and not that I would ever say anything about Steve Braden, who's in you know Kingston, Ontario, Canada, who you know would would possibly have a cold and and is like doing rapid testing constantly because you know I want to make <laughs> sure I don't have the vid. It's like, dude, you can get a cold. And everyone's like, oh, it's because maybe it's just a cold. It's like, <laughs>
1: yeah. And surprisingly, colds yeah. are very, very common. So, <laughs> the easy easy way of thinking of it is the flu is a really severe ver- version of the co- of a cold. Okay. So, a cold is an upper respiratory tract infection. Congestion, feel generally terrible, quite lethargic, a bit of a sore throat. Mm. Again, maybe a bit of a, a cough. It could be wet or it could be dry, depending whether your secretions from your upper airways are, are sort of hitting your your chest uh but people can if they if they push themselves they probably could still go to work they don't tend to have fevers probably still all right to to eat you know so generally they can about execute their activities of daily living even if it's a bit miserable for them the flu no 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 there's none of that there's in bed they're having fevers they have yeah. no appetite. They're completely drained. Their whole body is aching. Sometimes they even have some nausea, even some vomiting. It might kick off a migraine if they are susceptible to that. They generally feel like they're dying and flu can put you in, in hospital if it's severe enough. So flu, it can be really nasty. Now the strain that I'm seeing people are clearly exceptionally unwell really? and they, they look dreadful and all they want to do is go to bed. Wow. Um, however, luckily in touch wood, i haven't seen anyone that sort of deems fit for hospitalization as yet but there's still time
0: <laughs> how long does the flu typically last
1: it can last anything between like a week to two weeks for sort of a typical bout to two weeks yeah but the thing is is that i'm done i'm talking for the recovery time as yeah. well to sort of get back on your okay. feet because often when you've been very poorly you know you have to you have to build up your strength again especially mm. if you've not been eating you've been having fevers yeah. Yeah so i would say for most people to actually be ill you know sort of five to seven days but to then get back into the normal swing get back to exercising back to to work it can be anything up to two weeks you know and everyone's different it can be longer or shorter depending on the strain that they have how they've coped with it if anyone else is ill in the house etc so and and the the joys with tamiflu which is an antiviral medication that we, we we're not privileged enough to have in the uk we don't get it on the nhs is the results are remarkable of how, how quickly it can turn people around. So it only really works if you catch it within you start taking it within the first 48 hours of getting well, the first symptom. 48
0: hours. So you have yeah. to be on it, you have to be honest with yourself. It's like, yeah, this is the flu, my joints are just I'm feeling I'm starting to feel ugh, get the tamiflu into you.
1: Well, you can go to the doctors and get a swab to check whether you have got flu influenza A or B. Okay. But also if say for instance, you know let's hope this doesn't happen james but if donna had the flu and she was positive then you start to think oh i'm starting to feel a bit get on the tamiflu because you know you've got had a heads up as to what's coming so that tends to be the time that we prescribe tamiflu and it's not really for children it's more for adults so children don't tend to need it they do usually bounce back a lot quicker from the flu and And everything actually
0: how long do you take the tamiflu for
1: um, if you, if it's prophylactic, so if it's to stop you getting it, it can be up to ten days. And if you feel like you've already been, or you have had a positive diagnosis of influenza, then it's just for five days,
0: right. just one tablet once a day. Wow. Okay, that's easy. So, but l-
1: and I've it- not been sponsored by any pharmaceutical yes. brand either today. That's just <laughs> me oh, saying. man.
0: You know, I, th- I think this is a, a yet another opportunity. I always say this with the podcast because we are not sponsored by anyone. But hey, I, I am not against, you know, a pharmacy saying, hey, we want to sponsor your podcast and giving them <laughs> a little plug. I, I might abs- be against
1: it, James. It's a little bit <laughs> unethical for me. You take you take the money, you take it, and you can do the advertising, and I'll just come in as a third party. Or, or, or the Objective, clinic, a, a clinic,
0: you know, a health bay says, hey, we want to sponsor <laughs> a podcast. Or, or where, where are you at, by the way? Where are you at now? Oh, James, you've gone. No, I'm here. Keep going. Just, I, I'm here. Keep going. Where, where, where are you? Can you hear me? This I can is hear the, you. Where, where are you located? Where's your, where's your office now?
1: I am on Elwesel Road in J3 Mall in Cooper Health Clinic. And oh. I usually have a really, really nice bright office, but we were explaining before, um, there's a big UAE flag outside. So it looks like it's nighttime here, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's only 9am.
0: Okay. Cooper Health Clinic. That's good to know. Uh, one other thing, when, you are diagnosed or you figure you have the flu, whether it's, you know, whatever strain, what are the things aside from taking antivirals and things like that? What else would you recommend as a doctor for us to do? We've already had a great podcast about colds and coughs. What, what is your standard recommendation for patients? Rest, (laughs) rest, Rest,
1: (laughs) hydrate, so a lot of people aren't happy unless they got with a bag that is literally like clicking together with pills. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is it is a viral, you know, it's a viral illness. I would say don't underestimate the value of a good paracetamol tablet. Ah, okay. So paracetamol, it is anti-inflammatory. People don't realize that it does have anti-inflammatory effects. It also can help manage the fevers. So paracetamol, um, rest, hydration. Don't force yourself to eat, but try and eat when you can. And if you are really not eating, try and get yourself like a Gatorade or a Lucas which has got lots of electrolytes, some sugars and Mm. also the water as well. So at least you're getting something in kind of through the severity of the illness. If you really have got that deep muscle aching, providing you're not asthmatic, that you don't have, um, uh, any contraindications to taking a non anti-inflammatory, like a, a stomach ulcer. Then take a an ibuprofen or something as well. Okay. Some people with the congestion want to take some like a spray to yeah. sort of try and relieve the congestion. That that's fine. There are many different branded type sprays. You're looking for one that's got phenyl in, which helps to um, cause vasoconstriction. So Basically, it stops the the blood supply as much to the the nose, which reduces the secretions or even just a simple saline spray to help wash wash out the area. Mm. But really, when someone has the flu, that's kind of like the least of their concerns because Mm. they generally feel so unwell. And then it depends on individual symptoms. If somebody has really bad nausea or vomiting, then it would be giving them an anti-sickness. So it becomes more individually um, sort of prescribed then.
0: Are, are you finding with the patients who are coming in right now with flu that it's running running rampant through the household? It's hitting yes. one and then the other and then the other falling like flies?
1: One lovely lady yesterday said she was going to get um, a monthly, a monthly, subscription to my office because I literally, I think it was the fourth or fifth time she'd seen me in in that week. I felt so bad for her. Um, and we tried to do like sort of proactive medicine, knowing what was going to come. Um, but ultimately they still one by one ended up having to come in for something. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's literally running rampant and it's, you know, it's a shame because it's, it's also going through the schools, it's going through the workplaces and you know as much as children bounce back they also take a dive a deep dive quite quickly as well when they get really sick what it is with children they can compensate for ages and this is the the same case for really severe illnesses with children where you have to be very careful with them and exercise extreme caution when they're ill because they're young they're able to compensate for their blood pressure their heart rate everything really well until they can't anymore and then they go downhill quite quickly mm. so it's really hard to see the little ones that suffering cuz they you know, sometimes they don't understand. Yeah. They just feel dreadful. They just want to feel better. And you can see the parents thinking, I wish it was me. And, and I'm thinking, well, it will be in a few days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yikes. Yikes. I mean, that's, and it's just, you know, I'm I'm looking at the date and it's, it's still early in the year when I think flu seasons and things. I always think, you know, February, March, I'm not thinking early in the year, you know, we're gonna date stamp us a little bit here because we're in November, but is is it early? No, no. <laughs>
1: no I'd say from September. Also don't forget my background is from the UK. So yeah. as soon as September came, the weather took a dip. Anyone yeah. that had COPD or was a heavy smoker, et cetera, they'd all go down with the flu or start getting sort of the, the chest infections. And this would be the time, this is the real time from September onwards when it's like flu job season. So maybe the reason you're thinking later on is maybe these are the people that haven't been jabbed. But for me, it's like, that's when you start thinking about flu seasons kicks in and everyone should be having their their flu jab. And I think, you know, one of the things I'd say about COVID is there was a lot of controversy regarding the vaccine. And a lot of pro-vaccinators have started to become a little bit anti-vax generally. Mm -hmm. And their, their fears about the vaccine for COVID seemed to have carried over to other vaccinations, including even simple things like the flu. And it's like, this is a, a, a long, long, long used vaccination. It's an old school method. We've had generations of people that have had the vaccine. This isn't one to be, to be concerned about it, There's nothing to suggest that there's anything to worry about with the, the flu vaccine. And yet so many people are now avoiding taking it, which is a real shame.
0: It's so true. And and I wonder, you know, as you said, there's one strain that's not really being hit by the vaccine and, and you know, the vaccine is kind of devised a year in advance looking at the trends yeah. and looking what's happened often Australia way gives us a little bit of a clue of how it's going to work. So there is a bit of guesswork in it, but it is is quite a broad spectrum and usually it hits pretty well. So let's, let's hope, let's hope.
1: Yeah. It's even though there will be always be the odd strain that's not covered Let's just think, well, maybe there was a strain that was in there that could even be more fatal or yeah. have worse symptoms. It's always a good idea, especially if you're, you're pregnant, you're immunocompromised, you are a child, you are asthmatic or you have long-term lung disease. All of these people, the most yeah. at-risk groups for the flu might not just get rid of it as quickly as everybody else. Definitely be getting your flu jab.